Greetings guys, welcome now to a brand new episode of Redemption Rotten. I'm your host Mr. Yajmet Tahan and join me for the first time is, is Beth aka Lady Macbeth. How are you doing Beth? I'm doing great. I'm having a really good day. Yeah. <laughs> you know, you being on my podcast, I think just made a major milestone for any of my podcasts. <laughs> it's like you're actually my first female host, actually, guest host actually on a podcast. Nice. Yeah. That makes me happy. Yeah. You know, because I'm actually trying to expand my podcast. Even when I did my first podcast, huh, I tried to be branching up, getting more people like women and people of color. And for example, because, you know, some commitment, like time commitment, because I live in a different country and the time zones. I've had a hard time securing yeah. people. That's why with most of the people, you watch my last episode of my you know, previous podcast. I, I had the same person all over again, but he was actually a great guy. He took his time. And that person is actually yes. Evan, Evan Jordan. You, you know who he is. I know right? Evan. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I know Evan. <laughs> yeah. He's a great guy, you know, and he even said he would be often interested in being in this podcast. So now I have to decide which movie I should get him for. Mm. <laughs> so how, how are you doing, Beth? I'm good. I've just been busy working so much. I haven't been able to stream as yeah. much as I would like or at all <laughs> for the past, like, month. Just work. Lots yeah. of work. Yeah. I'm also busy also because I also had to, you know, sh I've been shooting like, you know, two days ago, I even shot an episode because I actually, I fell behind schedule one episode because I was supposed to record a, a movie with people then some situation happens that I'd, would work and uh, another day, the same, one other person got COVID, I had to also delay it. Mm. So far, everyone's now doing well and, and also the, my friend who has the COVID, that's actually Kai, aka Arvor Kainada, he's doing well now, lest I check with him. And yeah, a lot of my coworkers got COVID. It's spreading again, um, yeah. but it's a lesser, it's a lesser uh, form of the virus, which is better. It's not great. I mean, it's still spreading, but yeah. it's lesser, so it's it not as affecting them as badly, which is good. Yeah, and I hope you, you know, people, as if you're listening, are be safe. Also, you have the COVID, wear mask, everything, social distancing, and if you do get the chance to to to, to get vaccinated, go take be vaccinated. Yeah. All right, um, let me see that. Oh, two minutes, and because most of the time we still we end up talking, like we must be catching up with everything. <laughs> yeah. So, so you talked about now. If I'm not mistaken, uh, you work in a karaoke bar, something like this. Oh no, I work in um, a regular bar and a tap house oh. and another bar and a video game bar, actually. Yeah. So I love the video game bar. They have every kind of console in your heart could imagine and uh thousands upon thousands of video games in the catalog yeah so like you could you come and play you could pay like seven bucks an hour to play whatever you want or if you get a beer you get to play for free so yeah it's good. pretty cool yeah uh, just uh for some people who are wondering i'm not a person who drinks alcohol but if there's anyone who's listening who, who actually who's, who goes to bars and drinks alcohol you're free to join the bar location uh was any of the bars that you mentioned? Um, I work at, let's see, Ishka's McKay's, Archer's, and One Up Lounge, which is the video game place. Yeah. So, yeah. Yes. And also, if you I also. Oh, go ahead, go continue. Sorry. I also do uh, social media managing for a couple of them. So, I handle the, their web pages and their Instagram and all the other stuff, which I love doing because I'm already. I was already pretty much doing it with like with their help and then they're like let's pay you for this and i'm like yes please yeah. <laughs> sounds like a good opportunity you got you got the opportunity when you can 
Yeah. <laughs> and also for those who actually are listening, whoever goes to these locations, so be nice also to people the bond, especially now with COVID, because I will hear sometimes people acting like dicks when they go to work. Yeah. We have a few of those. Um, cool. We just 86 them. Yeah. We kick them out if they're going to be jerks. Um, we don't. Uh, we don't have a mask mandate here in town anymore or um, or a vaccination requirement uh, at the door. It's discretionary uh, discretionary for any like the businesses, but all of them have just relaxed upon it. But if you're going to be like a jerk, if anybody feels uncomfortable and they're wearing a mask, um, we're just we basically were like, you can't harass other customers. They, they are within their right to wear whatever they want, mm-hmm. just like you are. So, yeah. yeah. Like I said, to quote Dalton from Roadhouse, be nice. Yeah. Mm. Plus, it doesn't affect them. I, d- I will never understand why they're so upset. Like, how is it that somebody else wearing this makes you so mad? Like, it affects your body somehow. Like, mind, mind your business? Yeah. <laughs> okay, then. So, now, actually, this movie that we, I think we should... Over five minutes, so we can start talking about it because, you know, most of the time, <laughs> like we, I mean, heck, sometimes dude, things get derailed. One time we, we did actually, I always mention this because this was a very fun time conversation. We did Batman and Robin. We spent, I think, about 20 minutes talking about bat nipples and bat butt cracks. And that's just actually, we're talking about the <laughs> beginning of the film. <laughs> Gosh, that is such a bad movie. It's such a bad movie. Yeah. And it's actually, I'm surprised to find this is actually my lowest viewed video on YouTube. <laughs> really? Yeah. Everybody just doesn't want to relive the pain of that movie is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> I think also because most people, a lot of people talked about it a lot to death. This and Star Wars. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because of that yeah. viewership, I told my friends like, hey, you know what? For all these movies that like, are best known for being horrible, we're tied to them for special occasions. Yeah. I never understand why everybody hates on the new Star Wars, like any of them, even like the prequels, all of that. They're written for this generation's children, just like the originals were written for us as children. So literally, it's for the generation. That's why like the kids of the 90s love who were born in the 90s absolutely love the prequels because they grew up on it. Just like the children nowadays growing up on the new ones, they are going to love them. So... Getting mad that it's not like reminiscence and you can't capture that like first experience like you did when you were a kid is silly. Take it for what it is and just enjoy it. It's a movie. It's a movie. Exactly. Just enjoy it. <laughs> I mean, heck, Roger Ebert gave, I think, Spawn a glowing review. You heard about this story? <laughs> I love Spawn. Oh. That, was a, that was a terrible good movie. I loved it. I, I'm yeah. excited for the remake. Oh, yes, the one with Jamie Foxx is still happening. Yep. One of my Stop favorite. Stop eating things, Mister. Oh, that. For those who are listening, Mischief is actually is the cat. <laughs> yes, the little fuzzball right here. Yeah. <laughs> she makes appearances in all my streams, and yeah, she's just she's trying to eat stuff on my desk right now, and I'm like taking them away. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right. Now. Mm. Okay. I had to check something. I thought was an error, but nothing is. There's some stupid thing on the computer. So anyhow, um. What was that? It's a good thing you were talking about Star Wars. Andy's in here because he has some, you know, cool words about Last Jedi. He would have stayed and turned this into a Last Jedi episode instead of Alien Three. <laughs> Same with some other Josh. He would. He he definitely stands Last Jedi. He loves that movie. 
Maybe we should have. I, 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 we should have some fine. other jobs and and Andy <laughs> meet <Yeah>. each other. <laughs> yeah. Oh, I just I'm upset that they didn't sit down before they wrote the new Star Wars to have an overall arc. They just kind of winged it. That way, I think was their main yeah, mistake was they winged it. Especially with yeah. the last one. Because yeah. They didn't. That's they basically Stephen Moffat it instead of Russell T Davies kind of deal. Oh, that's something as I have to have Andy explain to me. He's a Doctor Who fan. <laughs> yep. <laughs> All right. Mm. What do you think about the new actor they got for Doctor Who? I'm ecstatic. Yeah. I love him. He's from the TV show Sex Education, yeah. and all I can think of is wash your hands, you dirty pig. <laughs> <laughs> he is great. He's a great actor. I think it's going to be interesting as seeing a person of color go back in time and are because like normally when like they the languages and everything they hear the languages that are being spoken, and the way they treated Bill when Bill went back in time. So now I'm intrigued how they're going to treat the Doctor. This actually mm, reminds me it's of gonna be interesting. last season of Umbrella Academy because I haven't seen the new season because remember, I forgot what the name was, the actors from who, who was actually in, the one who says, I, I heard a rumor because you know, you yeah, saw her like Allison. They, they treated her because she's, she was a black person. Yep, and uh, she talks about that actually in the new season a little bit. So oh, yeah, no, she, uh, she mentions it in one of the episodes. She talks about how hard it was and yeah, it was. She talks about it with Diego. Actually, it's a really good season so far. I'm not. I'm not finished. I'm still watching it. I yeah, think I have like two episodes left. Yeah, because Disney Plus just got released in my content. I'm trying to catch up with you know. I just finished Hawkeye, Moon Knight, watched Doctor Strange oh, nice. too, and what was it else? Oh, yes, I have Boba Fett and Obi Wan and Star Wars. Disney. Yep, I haven't watched any of them. Yeah, because I don't have Disney. I have Disney Plus, but I don't have it on my TV right now because I don't have the sign in. So because oh. I just and I have I just. Haven't been watching TV like I used to, like when, like a couple of years ago. I just stopped this year and most of last year. I just stopped watching TV for some reason. And I just, just started again. So I got to actually watch Stranger Things. Yeah. Loved it. And Umbrella Academy. And I think that's pretty much an anime. I've been watching a lot of anime. So yeah. I Run finally, um, uh, I finally, I'm seeing, I'm watching, I'm in the middle of, um, uh, Sword Art Online, Seven Deadly Sins, um, and I watched. I know it's not anime, but I watched finally uh, Avatar: The Last Airbender, uh, and I love it. Yeah, <laughs> I understand now why everybody was obsessed with it, and I'm just like, yep, this. I I love Uncle Iroh, and that. Oh God, yeah. I love that. And my, he and got my, to play the Uncle Iroh in the new team Netflix. Mm-hmm. That's what I'm with the, um uh. What's his name? Um, what's his name? Uh, Appa he's from, from Kim uh, Convenience. Yeah, Appa. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> oh, I love him. He's such a good actor. He yeah. was actually in uh, Mando. The Mandalorian. Yeah. Scene, yeah, season two. I remember that when they showed him when I was just like all excited. I was like, ah, it's Appa. <laughs> and then they came as the evil emperor of Fire Lord Ozai. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know who? They, they, the, the new casting looks really good. I'm yeah. ecstatic because it's actually people of Asian descent like it was supposed to be not yeah. a bunch of white kids in the movie <laughs> and then and, the, and from the new movie he made the bad guys you know 
people from I think with the South Asia like India and mm-hmm. <laughs> so the only people who were of Asian descent in the movie were the bad guys and I'm just like and the film is directed why? also by by Imna Shamla who's actually Indian in real life yeah <laughs> uh, no he shot himself in the foot a long time ago with some of his movie choices happening yeah <laughs> that one right there didn't want to say it the trees are gonna get you <laughs> and the hot dog I don't I, I don't know I, I was I was remember what I was reading I found out that the hot dog guy was it was actually in the movie I remember where it was something I might have seen I remember where it was <sighs> people might but finally one another day but, but also the happening and was it uh, last time but are gonna be for for another discussion for another topic and you're free to be part of it if you're interested <laughs> I liked um the lady in the water I liked that because I like fairy tales yeah. so like I liked that one it wasn't the worst it was entertaining it was definitely different um <laughs> definitely different and of course we all love six cents I mean who doesn't I did like the village though. Yeah. I also liked the village. It was just mainly because I love Adrian Brody yeah. and Bryce Dylan Howard is amazing as always. And uh, yeah, so like all the actors and Joaquin Phoenix. Yeah, it was yeah. good. I liked it. Everybody yeah. hates on that movie, but I liked it. Yeah, and also, if not mistaken, what do you thought of the Un- Unbreakable? I loved Unbreakable and I liked uh, Split. What's the other one? Not Glass, but the other one. Split. The one with James McAvoy? Split, yes. Loved Split. And I have not watched Glass. I don't want to. I've already had it spoiled for me, so I know what specifically happens. And I'm yeah. immediately, like, turned off by it. I'm like, no, this is a terrible idea. Why would you do that? Why would you set up all of this and then Especially because, you know, <laughs> people want to see an Unbreakable sequel. That's what they got. Mm-hmm. Because I also, you know, I, I got spoiled for me. When I find out what happens in the film, it's like, well, all these years, and this is what the fans were going to end up seeing. Yeah. Basically, once again, he pulled a Stephen Moffat and killed off. Yeah. he. Stephen Moffat hates Doctor Who fans so badly that he would make characters that we would connect with and love. And then he's like, this is what happens when you talk against me. And he would just murder them for no reason. And everyone's just like, why? Why did you do that? Well, yeah. So... You know, maybe I should tag Andy when I publish this episode because he's gonna love all this. <laughs> <laughs> because I remember him; he was nonstop tweet about. I remember with Stephen Moffat or was it Christian? Was it the guy? The guy who took over for the previous seasons. Uh, he did also Broadchurch, Chris Chapman. Or something. Oh, Broadchurch! Yeah, I haven't watched any. I Jody Whittaker is great. I just tried watching it and I couldn't get into it at all. It didn't feel like Doctor Who to me. Plus, her sonic screwdriver looked really. No, we're not yeah. going to talk about her sonic screwdriver. Uh-huh. It does not look like a spoon. <laughs> yeah. You all right, know, you go over there. Was, <sighs> I don't know. I should have to do this. Andy translate all the stuff for me. Well, all, all the Doctor <laughs> Who stuff. <laughs> uh, you know, I think we should start talking about the movie we're about. Alien to... Three. Yeah. So. Uh, Let's talk about it, uh, Alien 3. Uh. So, let's uh. the history of the Alien franchise. Uh. So, it began in, I think, with Ridley Scott doing the first Alien movie and in 79, if not mistaken. That became, mm-hmm. I think, a big hit. And and then in 19, if not mistaken, is it 84? I remember. I 
think so. It's it's early eighties. Yes. I love how actually the, like, the alien was written for a man and then they casted a female and it was actually like a sleeper hit. Like they did not expect it to be and it blew up and it was great. And yeah, yeah they realized women can sell movies. <laughs> yeah. And also because at that time, sci-fi movies were not that big of a hit until Star Wars Mm-mm. came in. Because I remember so, yeah. some people were saying no to Star Wars because the sci-fi was like, man, this is going to be a career killer. Yeah. Mm. yeah. Oh, uh, and then the and then Fox, I think it was Fox, uh, decided to, you know, make this cash cow, just milk it for all it's worth with Alien 3. Yeah. yeah because after, before that, they also had, they did Aliens with, um, with, they brought James Cameron, who's coming fresh from directing the, the Terminator and even brought his... I don't know if they were married at that time or not. Uh, his ex-wife, whom I know, Gil Ann Hurt. Lyndall Hamilton. He was also meant to the film's producer, Gil Ann Hurt. Oh, yeah. Who is now a producer on the uh, Walking Dead series. Because, yeah, he was married, and then he met Lyndall Hamilton, married her, and then he cheated on her with the daughter in Titanic and left Linda oh. for her. He has a history of doing this. I mean... He also was meant to that director of, of what's it, Zero Dark Thirty, Kathleen Bigelow, and she and mm-hmm. she won the Oscar against him when he was with Avatar. Oh <laughs> <laughs> uh, no! But uh, Alien Three, goodness gracious, the the studio meddling in this film, and they how many scripts did they go through? At least five, uh, if not more. Uh, the, the it was a lot. The, for what I heard, the first one I think they had uh, the William Gibson script, which you can find it now online. There's people say it's one of the best script the the, the Alien Three. Then they got the guy who wrote the Hitcher, which I think for what I understand it was gonna be set like on some kind of and a farm space farm, and they're, 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 the the animals like the farm animals they turn into aliens. And then yeah, there was gonna be an ox, like the original one instead of the dog. It was supposed to be an ox. Uh and then uh, they got the director of Pitch Black, what's his name, David Tolley. His, as I think, for instance, it actually was the prison. He was going to be sitting on the prison. And for what I understand, it almost did happen. It was from this script, for instance, that they started, like, because the previous script, they were, they were saying Ripley was not going to be in it. Because if I'm not mistaken, Sukuni was not yeah, going to be Yeah, she was going to be a cameo. Yeah, because... because she was supposed to be. Yeah. And she was on a good relation with Fox at that time, if I'm not mistaken, because she didn't like some of the decisions they did with the aliens, because a lot of people don't know. Even though Aliens, the second one, is a great film, it has some behind-the-scenes problems, like the crew didn't like that James Cameron was changing the tone from the first movie, and people, they were having a lot of issues, and, and, and then they also, if I'm not mistaken, they removed some stories and stuff from the film that Sigourney Weaver was not happy. It's like, I'm not kind of coming back for another alien film. Yeah. yeah. Um... David Tully was the president and then they went to, they got a director, I think a New Zealand director who's an, an art one, this artist, direct, art directors. They told him, hey, let's, can you see if you can do an alien movie? And he was like, I'm going to have to write a new script. It's going to be and a plan where it's filled. I think, what's it? Was it a spaceship? Was it like a wood? A lot of, there was things that, I suppose I'm hearing everything yeah. was, was wood and and it was going to be about monks. But then what happens? Yep. That, the studio's like, uh, this and it was like- also supposed to take place on Earth too. One of the scripts, it was supposed to be crash landing on Earth and taking place on Earth. That's why the very first trailer said oh, yes. 
it was on Earth, and which was super misleading for everybody. So that's under the reason why it like flopped because everyone kept thinking it was going to be on Earth, and it wasn't. <laughs> yeah. And uh, did you read about the William Gibson script? Uh, a little bit. The the different ones that they had. He he. Did he do the monastery one, or did he do the wooded one, or? Uh, the monastery one is Vincent Gell. It's the same one as they did the oh. wooden one. Uh, the prison is David Turley, that guy who did, uh, what was it, um, Pitch, Pitch Black. Uh, I think his name is Eric Reed. That's the guy who did The Hitcher. That's the farm. And yeah. William Gibson is the guy who was actually in the space station was described as a mall, which focused on Hicks and Bishop. Yeah. That's the one where yeah. I said it was going to end with them teasing the alien forwards that Pitch is going to go in a war on the alien's planet. That was the plan. That for the future, it's going to be something like, I think, Starship Troopers, where they go for a fight with the aliens. Yeah. That's I'm just really glad they didn't do the um, the, the Vincent Ward one, uh, where they basically, yeah, instead of Vincent having a face hugger, yeah, instead of a face hugger on um, uh, the old, you know, being impregnated that way, they wanted Ripley being impregnated, pre- impregnated the old-fashioned way and having a human hybrid alien thing basically they were going to have a complete alien rape scene like hentai type deal going on yeah something with this with prometheus when that not tom um, Hardy i guy. think it was the guy who remember i think so yeah michael fassbender he put he drops like an alien thing yeah. for logan marshall green he drinks it and then yeah he, he has sex yep. with normal rapes then she becomes pregnant with an alien yeah which i mean it's the guy's still human-esque i would say because they were like a couple but this was going to be like a whole other alien on ripley thing like i'm really glad they did not go down that route okay it would have been not okay it would have been very disturbing and and especially for back then like nowadays you never know what people are going to do when making movies but like back then that would have been I don't think they would have gotten a good, like, I think they would have not gotten a rated R. I think it would have been like an NC-17 or something like that. Yeah. I mean, because also Rap is taken out, I was, I also found out that in the William Gibson one, they also had like, this could spread through guests, like, you know, like an alien covenant, like when there's like a sport that goes inside your body, because I think that was originated in the William Gibson script. Oh, wow. Yeah. That's interesting. I hated that. It always drove me nuts in that movie where like, yeah, it says it's oxygen on this planet, but it's a planet that you've never been to. Why would you take your helmet off? <laughs> Which makes no sense to me as like a space explorer. Like, <sighs> it reminds me because I just been watching Futurama because on Disney Plus, and there's one episode I saw where they go to Mars, and Fry was like, "Is the air breathable?" Yes, and he's like, hey, "Let's go." I use breath. <gasps> Thank God. <laughs> <laughs> imagine this oh my god uh oh they also i remember um they besides having like that and that um there was supposed to be uh they wanted the alien more sexy with lips so if you know uh uh, then the aliens they have for alien 3 which is the dog alien the digger i think it's a digger is what the actual like subspecies is it doesn't have like the normal like organic tubes on its back it's you know smaller and it's fast um, but they, it has lips, as lips, because they wanted it to be sexier. Sometimes we yeah. do some weird stuff. Yeah. Because, <laughs> <laughs> you know, 
xenomorphs need to be sexy, which actually is hilarious because the original artwork for the xenomorphs, like in all the aliens, is actually like porn art. Yes, what's his name? Uh, yeah. what's, uh, I can't remember Gaiga. the artist's name. It's our guy. Yeah. <laughs> and apparently, yeah. all of this were based on concepts from the uh, an unmade Dune movie. Mm-hmm. <laughs> because uh, you can see in a documentary, I think George Araski's Dune, where he talks about it's like, oh, I only made it. I have not read the book. I only only made it because a friend of mine so described to me what happens in the book, and I, everything what he described to me, I made it into a movie. <laughs> God. And the two was like, how many uh, hours do you want to, and how much do you want to do, do you want to, because I think he wanted to make, I think, a four hour long movie, and they told him no. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Good right. <laughs> yeah. Uh, no, but this film, oh my god, like, everybody's disavowed, like, disavowed it. Disavowed? Disavowed. Disavowed. Nobody wants credit. Nobody wants to have anything to do with this movie. Yeah. Everybody the hates it. Novelist, the guy who's right, the novelization of the movies. He also yep. <laughs> disowned this film, and Cameron and Penny got pissed of how they handled the characters. Michael Bean appeared. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Here's the funny story about Michael Bean. Uh, he actually, you know, when he found out that they, they killed him in the beginning of the film, he, he told him, don't use my face or anything for the body. And, and it turns out that later, when they, you know, they used this, you see his photo in the film, and he got paid more for this photo than what he did for aliens. <laughs> yep. <laughs> I read that. That was so cool. Um, that actually is because of Back to the Future 2. That rule now is because um, with uh, the guy who played George, they used his likeness in the second film and didn't ask permission or anything like that. So he sued and won. And that's why now they have that um, you have for like you have to pay for likeness or get permission and they can turn it down and you can't use it. It's pretty interesting. So that's what that's pretty much what saved Michael Bean. And then he did, you know, a video game and ruined everything, even more so. We're not going to talk about Colonial Marines. Oh, that. Nope. No. Nope. It was so bad. Far Cry it was so bad. Blood Dragon. He was good <laughs> in that. <laughs> He's great in a lot of things, but oh my God. It, like, yeah, no, Alien Colonial Marines was painful. Painful. When he showed up, I was just like, no. No, no, no. Like, I, I remember I was streaming it because I played it all the way through and I was, I lost, I lost my mind with anger of just like, I was yelling at the game. I'm like, this is a bunch of crap. <laughs> yeah. And I was talking about like canon and how they've messed everything up now. And yeah. Uh, speaking uh, about video Everybody games. hates on Alien 3 though, but I love it. Uh, I you, love it. Did you saw this I new Alien game, the top down shooter? Oh, the uh, fire team? No, not fire team. There's a new one coming in. Yeah, I think it was. They showed it at. Uh, I think I tweeted to you. It was shown at the game of. Uh, oh, game you fast. did tweet. It was a long time ago. Video. I think it was a top-down video, like the one of those hard smart games. Interesting. It's a top-down shooter, but I don't think it's as is uh, what's it um an XCOM type of game. It's more like a top-down shoot. Mm. I just want Alien Isolation sequel. They yeah. teased a mobile game for it years ago at the Game Awards, um, I think, at the Game Awards, or one of the state of plays or whatever. Um, but everybody got all excited for a sequel Until to Alien thing. Isolation, and then they said mobile, and everyone's like, that's how you get, that's what you're going to do? And then they dropped this, uh, the, the statement, don't worry, we're still making Alien Isolation too. <laughs> mm-hmm. 
And I'll see it when I, I'll, I'll believe it when I see it. Apparently now they just and the developers just announced a new game on IGN. It was like a, an, some kind of weird game. I think it was, I don't know what it's called. All right now. So then, then the mm. Alien 3 came and they got a guy, his name is Larry Ferguson. He did actually, I think, a script that apparently people also, they hated it, especially Sukoni Weaver. But it apparently been described yep. as element of Snow White and Seven Dwarf and Peter Pan. But they say apparently that uh, Sigourney Weaver discovered that she's like the windy in the film and the Peter Pan part because at the end of the film they say that only seven people survive and Ripley dies but then they, they place her in a, in a tube. It's like, you know, like this, this, the ending of Snow White when she's in like in a mm-hmm. tube and then the, the dwarf are surrounded. They say something like this. And then people are like, this, this is bullshit. So they brought yeah. up like the, the writer, the, the producer, also the writers of uh, the second Aliens film to come like write a new script. And then Fincher came in and, and of course what I've read is they shot the film without the script. They, they already mm-hmm. had some stuff and sit and then they start filming. Yeah, they, st- they filmed most of that while the script was still being written, yeah. which is unbelievably stressful on all the actors and all the entire set and everybody there. And they used the monastery set that they had already built for a lot of the scenes. A lot of it was cardboard <laughs> oh, um, in the, the behind wooden, the scenes. Um, because of the wooden monastery. Mm-hmm. The, yeah, because he was mm-hmm. almost about to sign up to direct it. Vincent Ward, yeah. he dropped out because of creative yep. difference. Mm. Okay, uh. Dude, and then... Everybody got replaced. Everybody did. Uh, the cinematographer, uh, uh, he everybody. He was having Parkinson. That's why. Yep. He died in like '86, I think. Yeah, because I remember. I think one of the people who was working in the film, he noticed him like his behaviors, because his dad also had Parkinson. He told him like, guys, yeah, I think he has suffering from Parkinson. It turns out to be true, and then they had to replace him. And also, was it mm. for the special effects? It was not Stan Winston. It's actually he recommended his two proteges yep. to do it. We started their own company. Yeah. Yeah. And I'll say this before I'm about the I think that it looked good, I think the special most of the close ups. We'll talk about why I say the close ups looks better. <laughs> and they think, do. Yeah. Uh that one scene where the alien is right there on her face was that illegal scene that they filmed because they were not given permission to do that. Um but it was like the director's idea of like she needed to confront the alien. Mm. And the studio's like, no, we're not doing that. And he literally grabbed a camera. He grabbed the, the operator for the camera and he grabbed Sigourney and they and the alien the person who was doing it and they ran off and didn't tell anybody and shot the scene and it's in the final cut. And it's one of the best scenes there is. That's where she's thing. trying to get the alien to kill her and it won't. And then it's like right there and just yeah. That's like in the hu- mm. in the in the infirmary scene? What? The infirmary scene which is that there is that she confronts for the first time. He doesn't kill uh, her. Would, yeah. Yeah, because that's the most iconic it, scene. Because that's not what a lot of people are here. Yep. But that's the only scene that they showed a lot whenever they talk about Alien 3. It's always this scene. Yep. And it was a scene that was not supposed to happen. Because the studio yeah. said no. Hmm. And they did it anyway. The studio meddled so much in this film. That it could have been something so much more. But they just would not take a step back. They just Jerry Jones to this completely. Yeah. Jerry Jones, that's the guy from Lakers, right? No, it's the uh, owner of the, uh, the Dallas Cowboys. <laughs> What's the name of the guy from the Lakers? Um, the guy in the lake house, you mean Keanu Reeves? No, no, the Lakers, the LA Lakers, the owner of the LA Lakers. Oh, the LA Lakers. Oh, okay. I, 
I don't know who owns the LA Lakers. Yeah. I just know some football. Yeah, because the only reason because I think his name also something Jones also. We must think about someone else. I'll let the, the, the people tell me later. So <laughs> we should start, start recapping the film. So it opens now with the what's the name of the ship? Uh, Sulaco? I think so. Yeah. Would you see it like uh, is that set after the the events of Aliens? Would you see uh, uh, Ripley, Newt, Bishop, and Hicks there in their sleep pods? And then unknown to them, there was actually an egg. Uh, was, yeah. was that outside or inside the ship? It was inside the ship. Yeah. The but, Queen brought one of her eggs on. Yeah, because I remember the William Gibson and uh, script, you know, she planted the egg inside of Bishop. Remember, that would be interesting. Yeah, because he was in sleep pod. Yeah. Because when they open it, if they see, they see like the 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 egg is was planting in Bishop. Bishop. Yeah. Okay, and so what happened is that the the, the, the you see the egg come in and then the ship um did the, is it was the ship malfunctioning because of the alien? Because that's the one thing I didn't understand. Because was it malfunctioning? Or it mal. Function. Uh, I think it was the, the one of the pods malfunctioned or something because the alien and it like it messed with something. I don't know. It messed with something and it probably I don't know, melted something. I don't know. Because we see an acid <laughs> which makes sense. Drop happens. So, yeah. But 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 what we see in fact that the aliens planted his face on someone, but we don't know who he is, who that person is. Yeah. Uh, but then you see like the space pod and it, it, it separates from the ship and crash land on the planet and we find out that this planet is actually a prison made for prison where prisoners are working as as was it um, a refinery it's a refinery and they're all sort yeah. of religious as became and what happens that when they, they found God yeah something like this <laughs> I wonder how many they found God actually so anyhow um, so uh, they, they, they found the escape but they open that they, they only find Ripley to be alive. Uh, if you see Bishop been basically destroyed, Hicks being killed, but he got impaled by by like a, what was it? Uh, it was like a pole, like debris, pole. basically. Yeah. He's been impaled, and was a new thing. She's been she got drowned from the liquid escape pod. That's, that's mm. also the her face and the things they showed is look was very scary the way she drowned. Yeah, they used, um, they made a body double based on the cask that they had, the cast that they had for her in the second film, because oh. they made a cast of her body. So they made a, basically a mannequin of her body, yeah. which, yeah, basically because of the pre-production crap, they couldn't uh, have Newt because she was too old oh, yeah. because of how long it took with their firings and the rewrites and everything. She was too old to come back. And then they didn't want to pay um, Michael's uh, fee because he wanted more money because he thought he should get more money so they just wrote him out uh-huh because i remember someone said interesting uh, stories like he wishes that at least you know the, when this crash so one of the parts actually you know opens but the replies that that's not but then later you see finds out that that she sees her friend has got maybe maybe newt or hicks like she's got older and she's like still young because her part opened late someone said maybe you have done something in- interesting like this yeah, yeah. So Ripley, you know, mm. she survives. She gets, she gets taken to the infirmary, but everyone else is dead. And then you see, like, the warden. He's talking to the prisoner. He tells him, like, a spacecraft got crashed, and the survivor is, is a woman. 
and he tells them like yeah. to, to hold the temptation since they're not to not, since they haven't seen a woman in years. Yep, because they uh they they weren't really prisoners anymore because they all served their sentence. But they yeah. chose because they wanted to shut down the planet yes. and the refinery, and they chose to stay and continue working yeah. and everything. So that's like a chosen lifestyle is what they had because they yeah. all found God. Yeah, because I remember the doctor, you know, Clements, who later we talk about, he tells her like I I already sent this my sentence, but I wanted to stay here because they, they became my friends, and I have no one left on earth. Like I decided to spend here my rest yeah. of my life. So, yeah, because he wouldn't be welcome back with yeah. anything because of what happened. Yeah, we'll talk about what happened. He explains to her. So we see him like he's uh, Ripley. She wakes up and then they tell her like what happened. But then she goes to inspect the ship and she sees like on nude spot like there there's some kind of like acid and she suspects that there might be an alien. Mm-hmm. She tells mm-hmm. the, the doctor Clemens, who's played by jo- Charles Dance from Games of Thrones. Who plays, I think, the father of the Lannisters. Who, yep, Tyrion. Uh, Tyrion. And he, he showed her the body. She, she, she tells him to, you know, perform an autopsy there because she, to find out if there's, if there's an alien creature on her or not. He, he gets suspicious because she tells him it's from cholera, but he, but he is suspicious. Like, tell him he wants, she wants her to tell him the truth. Yeah. You open it, but you don't find... He's a smart man. <laughs> yeah, the only smart guy, I think, is perfect. And down the prison. Yeah. After finding that there's no alien creature inside of her, she she tells them like you know burn, burn because they said that they were waiting for the, they said they were waiting for the what's it that what's the company's name? Whaling Utani. Yeah, Whaling Utani. It's the only time they ever said it out loud in any of the movies because you always read it and you always see it. It's always on a computer. They always called it the company, and it's the first movie where they actually say Whaling Utani. Why is it that they didn't mention in the previous films? Uh, they just call it the company, and then you see it on like the computers and everything. I don't know why they never said it out loud. Um, but it, it, the the company's name is in the first two movies. It's just they've never said it out loud. They just say the company, yeah, yeah. which is like ominous. I think they said it for a reason because it makes it more ominous and like it's like the evil corporation kind of deal, which it is. <laughs> yeah, maybe because they also maybe they have a hard time maybe pronouncing their name. <laughs> Probably. Yeah. Big possibility. <laughs> okay, because. To tell them they're coming for them to pick her up, and the body's in two weeks. But that was actually two weeks, if I'm not mistaken, right? I think so. Yeah, it's, they said two weeks. Yeah, but she, she which was shocking because they were supposed to like their regular like food drop off and all that other stuff. They happen like every six months or something like that. Yeah. I think, um, and that they dropped everything. They were like, "We'll be there within this amount of time." And the, he's the doctor was like, "You're a very important person. Like, what's going on here?" <laughs> he's like, "Why are they dropping everything just to pick up you?" Yeah. So the she she tells them like to 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 cremate like Hicks and Newt's bodies. But she tells them because she tells them from a disease. But they told them last time was enough because she convinces them and the warden tells her like, "Fine, do it." So they burn the bodies. And then they also tell us like you have to, to shave their head because they, they, they say that the reason is because there's lice problems. Lice. And then she ends up, she, she ends up shaving to her head and she, she tries to, you know... I'm assuming, uh, and she tries to she fit went to in. Go see, yeah, and then uh, she... Was this about the time when she went to go see Bish, like find Bishop? Oh, no. Because she wanted to know what caused the crash? Yeah, be, I think before, before this, uh, before the cremation, we see that... The dog Spike, he goes into the ship and a face hugger, but we don't see him attacking the yep. dog. But we later see the dog like he's injured, and the guy who yeah. the the dog on he turns on what happened to you. 
and at the end, we're doing the the the, fun, the funeral. You see, like it it bursts out from the dog's body. Yeah, yeah. I always hated that scene because I like animals. Yeah. I don't care when it like bursts out of the humans, but as soon as I like that dog yelped, I was just like, oh, happy. <laughs> Did you saw the thing? Did you the John Carpenter movie? Uh, the original, yeah. Oh, so what do you thought of the dog scene when the creature takes? The nope. same. <laughs> Pet the dog and just like numb. <laughs> no, no, that was so. <laughs> that was way more graphic. They're uh, they're re-releasing that actually in theaters in, at Regal Did you Theaters. What re-releasing the release. <laughs> God, no, issues. I didn't. That they had that to come on and apologize to the people who were doing the event. Yeah, IGN has an article about it. <laughs> they went with the aspect ratios and movie was the thing which shut down closely. Very early, and then there's I think the scenes are being skinning skips, etc. Basically, lots of technical issues. People were pissed. <laughs> <laughs> oh my goodness gracious! Okay, so yeah, she she shaved her head. Her eyes all messed up because she hit like the crash and everything, which looked really like really well done the way they did like the eye. Yeah. Um, she's trying to fit in. I think they she went to the mess hall and trying to eat, and everybody's. The creepy teardroppy guys like staring at her. That's the guy from from Mindhunter, the TV show. He works. Mm-hmm. That's a good. Yeah, that's yeah. a good show, by the way. Mindhunter's really he's good. He's actually friends with Fincher because he appeared in him in other movies also. And then, nice. Um, so was it? Oh yes. Uh, she she goes on to pick up the body, then she gets attacked by the men uh, to try to rape her, but she gets saved by Dylan, the black guy. Yep. And he tells her, "Leave, I have to punish the this. preacher." Yeah. You thought I have to punish these idiots. And then at that scene, we see actually, you know, the guy who owns the, the dog, he's cleaning the chef. Then he hears something in, inside and he thinks it's the dog, but it's actually the alien. And then he spits on him. I think he spits on That's acid or liquid? I think he just hawked on him. Like, I think it was just spit, right? Yes. And he's just like, what the, like, it's all over him. He's like, what the heck's going on? And then it's like, nom, nom, nom. nom. <laughs> no, he doesn't eat him. He trips and he hits the fan. Oh, right, you're right. It's, and then, you know, oh. you see, what was it? Uh, Ripley talking with uh, the, the doctor. He's like, he's trying to, to tell her, okay, can you tell me exactly what's happening? Why did you tell me to, to, to open, to die, to do an autopsy on the kid? I know it's not for yep. disease, but he gets called up to go check, you know. And the body, he, you know, they're the, the saying that the family just, you know, killed the body. But he said, oh, that's that guy. How do you know? He said, it's from the boots. Then they notice also that there's a shaft hole and it looks like it's been eaten like by acid. I always liked the doctor and her relationship in that movie. Um, a lot of people were like, oh, it's so out of character and this. and that. Not really. She has been through massive traumatic things and she finally had a human connection with somebody besides Hicks. But that was like nothing but action the entire time I except for the people, quiet moments people want to that be they with had. Hicks. I think that's why. Yeah, I think you're right. But it's like when she was had alone quiet time in like the medical bay in the second movie with Hicks, like it, she was connecting with him and she hadn't like her, the guy she loved died in the first movie, Dallas. Cause that was like all deleted scenes. Like they were together. Mm. And then, um, so like in this one, everyone's like, it's out of character. I'm like, no, she's been through massive amounts of trauma and PTSD. And she finally has a human connection. This makes complete sense of why she would connect with him and why they would get together. And they even give him like not an evil backstory compared to the others. Because all the yeah. people who tell him, like, I'm a murderer, I, 
I'm a rapist, etc. All this stuff, but he's the only one who doesn't have the backstory like this. So I think yeah, this way people. Well, will say, he he was a murderer, but like not like a medical malpractice murderer, <laughs> which is still murder. Yes, I mean people still died. Yeah, but like I said, he is like a criminal murderer, but it's not. He made it like as very brutal like the others. That's yeah, why he wasn't a, a violent murderer. I would yeah. say. So uh, okay, so mm. so I think this I think is where she uses bishop and. And I will say uh, mm -hmm. that that was not thing that they used. I think practical effects for this scene. And as they say, it looked good, very good. I was, I would say because I would praise the film where it's good. Yeah, they did a great job with the makeup on on this scene. And he tells her like, this is, it was actually this, there was an alien on the ship. And she finds out that so there is in fact that that creature is attacking is an alien. And after yep. that, you see like what was it? Um, three three men like they are they're walking down doing the. I think they were doing maintenance, and two of them gets killed by by the alien. One of them actually survives. He's, yeah, and they think that he did it. Yep, yeah, but see, but he says that no, because of Dylan. I think that's the priest, the priest guy, the black guy. He tells him like, oh, I know this guy. He's he would never lie to me. I think he's telling the truth. Yeah, and so and then he loses his mind a little bit. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, he's so like a creature. I would, I would too. <laughs> he thinks that there's a Satan because of the religious background. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but 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 since she tells him like this is this then Ripley tries to warn them. She goes to, to that to the warden, but he doesn't listen to her. It's like he calls it BS. It tells her like you're you're going to they can't come home and pick you up in a few days. Go back to, mm -hmm. to the infirmary and stay there. That was in the the, the kitchen area, right? In the, no, 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 in that the was in his cafeteria? Office. Oh okay, yeah. The cafeteria yeah. later. I think it's yeah. a few minutes later. <laughs> there, I think it comes back to the infirmary where she's talking with the doctor, and he tells her tells him his story because he tells him like, "I'll tell me your backstory, and I'll tell you my backstory." And he tells him his backstory where you find out that he's actually a drug addict, you know, and a doctor guy. Was he a nurse or a doctor? He was a doctor, and he was addicted to drugs, Most. and he performed surgery while he was high, uh -huh. ended up killing uh killing somebody. So yeah. Yeah. And and that's mm -hmm. how he tells her, like, and he even tells her, like, I already finished my sentence, but I decided to stay because nobody would want to want me on earth, and I have nobody listening. Yeah. This is all the people I uh, have left now to take care of them. And if he tells yep. her, like, and they needed a doctor. Yeah. What do you do now after what's happened? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and then, of course, they. Oh. Together? Uh, what happened? We're a little bit losing you. I bet I... Did I there we are. Hi. <laughs> yes, it's got frozen. So. There was... Yes, there was a little bit of lag. <laughs> Apologies now to the listeners. Um, we got a little bit some lag, but everything now is doing well. Yeah. So where was that? Oh, yes, at the doctor. Now, he tells her, like, I'm going to give you something to calm you down, but I know to them, like, the alien is behind them, and he kills the doctor. And then he, he tries to, to get near and, you know, Ripley up. That's one thing I would say about the special effects, my criticism about. When, when it's because one thing I like about the previous films, like they shot them in the dark because they, that's why it covered like some of the bad CG here. You see, like it's a little bit brighter. Mm -hmm. You see, like how bad, like maybe the because they used the retroscope where they use green screen and to cover like uh, the alien. But you yeah. can see like how bad it is. Because, like, but there is we get the the, the close up. Of the, but when you see the close up when when he's on Mars close to Ripley's scene, that's like the iconic scene from this film. You see, it looks good. Yeah. Whenever they do practical in these movies, it's amazing. And when they ever tried, when they try to do 
because the technology wasn't that great. Whenever they tried to do anything else, it was just the lighting on it made it look not right. It just was like, yeah, it was just not good. Yeah. Um, but yeah, after after the doctor dies, that's when she runs into the cafeteria and she's like freaking out and she's trying to warn them. And this was <laughs> I love this scene because that warden is being such a jerk. You got what he deserved, actually. <laughs> he really just all of a sudden yum just right from the sinks. Yeah. They all believe her now. Okay, no. <laughs> and then they start talking to her and then she gets picked to be the the leader, but because she has experience fighting and she tells him like do, what weapons do you find out so explain to me what kind of prison doesn't has any weapons well the what the kind of prison i would they probably did when they had like guards and everything like that if they had guards um yeah. but they since they're all prisoners and now they chose to live there and continue to work the refinery it makes sense that the, all the weapons would be collected and taken away yeah and all what they left like you said are knives and you know Candles, yeah, <laughs> and, and pipes like, and things. <laughs> um, so Ripley tells them like, "Let's start, you know, burning it because they say fire is their weak one of their weakness." So they try to plan the, the, the edit to say we're gonna close down, we're gonna burn this place so that we will we, burn it once we once we see the the alien. However, yeah. like, one of the men was he gets like killed by the alien. Then he drops, I think, the fuse and it burns down everything. Is and it kills, I think, most of the prisoners. Yeah, it kills a few of them. Um, but yeah, I love the plan that they had. Yeah. Uh, it, it, not, yeah, it was just... Yeah, it, a, it blew up in their faces, yeah, that's literally. That's I liked about this film is that you see them all of them working together, like planning how to outsmart mm -hmm. the alien. Because I don't think I've seen yeah. this in any of the other films. Even, I think, did they do it in Aliens? Because I don't remember. Because most of the time they stand down... Uh, no, it was it was too fast. The only time they actually tried to outsmart the alien was um, there were there was no point because there was too many of them. Yeah. There was just too many of them. So they, what they did is when they sent Bishop in the second movie down the pipe, uh, and that was it. They couldn't outthink him. There was just too many. It was overwhelming forces. Yeah. yeah and, uh, Ripley tried to oh, uh, uh, outthink the alien in the first movie, but uh, with everybody actually, yeah. They tried to formulate a plan, and like they were gonna blow up the ship and everything, and then just ended up being her. Yeah. So after that, they feel like that's I think when she, I think uh, uh, Ripley she goes like to the pot to do a cat scan alongside mm -hmm. Aaron, and then there she finds out that she has like an, a chest buster and hidden inside of her. Like it looks it's like a queen. There's yeah, an alien. Did you find out how it's an alien queen? Uh, I think it's probably like bees. So bees, um, what they'll do is they will have like the little like they, a, a drone can become become a queen basically. Yeah. Um. So I think that's they work the same way, and plus it makes sense because they have like a hive mind and everything. Um. So I that's pretty much what it is. It said online that they brought a queen egg, but I don't think that's accurate. I don't think that's accurate. I think that. Um, it knows, like, the, like if there's, like, a hive mind, it knows if there's any other aliens around and if it needs a queen kind of deal, like, to actually, like, propagate and make more. Uh, so I think it, it just automatically switched. Could it be also on the body of the host? Since she's in... Maybe. It might, but I, that doesn't... No, not entirely, because there was all the colonists 
in the second film. Yeah. Um, and yeah, so I think what it is is, yeah, which also. That's I'm one thing intrigued about the franchise. by that. They, they should have yeah. kept it because that's one thing I like about the about the f- first two films. Like they don't explain a lot about the origin of the aliens. The music is like mm-hmm. it's very simplistic. I mean, that's one thing I also I, I didn't like about the new Ridley Scott and prequels. Like, did you really have to give explanation? Over explained. That's what. Yeah, I'm, they the, over explained. Part of the mystery is the reason why you like. Heck, I mean. Yep. Ron Emmerich, you saw what he did with Godzilla. Like, he makes it like I think it. I don't know what's the term. Is it asexual? Like it's, it can be gender neutral. Like it, he can be in he and she. Like you can, you can lay eggs and I don't know what's the right term. To talk about the new girl. That old. Uh, girl, it's know. it's like the um, like the frogs that can change sex yeah, or gender or they can change so that they yeah. can propagate themselves kind of deal, which is yeah. super intriguing. Yeah. Uh, but probably the same type with the the alien queen of. They knew they they needed a queen, so yeah. yeah. All right. So after that, after she finds out that there's an the queen inside of her, she goes down to find the alien to test the theory, but she thinks that she's not hurting her because she keeps scanning the queen, and she finds out to be true. She goes to D- Dylan, and she tells him like, "I want you to kill me because you know, they're trying to, to because you know, there's an alien queen inside of her that if it came out, it's going to birth lots of eggs and spread out like you know the creatures." Mm-hmm. He, he does not kill her. He tells her, "Help me kill the alien first. Then, then I'll kill you." And in the meantime, you see, yeah. like what's it? Um, the guy with eighty-five, the guy with the IQ eighty-five. He's in, yeah. com- communicating with uh, Will and what's it, the company? I call the Will and Newton. Yeah. The company, what they're saying, they, we're coming close to Agnalsa to get ready everything, and to keep and to tell him to keep uh, Ripley safe. But you don't see. But with the kind of that he we see later, he responds, but we don't see it on screen. Yeah, and then they all agree that we're gonna. This is how we're gonna trap. We're gonna trap it in, in uh, what was it called? Uh, in, into our molten lead uh, area. We're gonna drop lead on it, and then we'll kill it this way. So they yep. decide the plan is that they're gonna go into the room. They're gonna activate some. So the they're gonna bait it basically. Yeah. You say that. Yeah, use everybody as bait. They can't use Ripley because she has the end because one chaser. But they, they do, they try, some of them in fact gets killed, some, some of them do actually do, I think only, if I'm not mistaken, one of them only escapes. Yeah. yeah well, a few of them, uh, they, they, they actually manage to like, uh, corral it into where it needs to go, and then they actually get into its spot, and they, yeah. Yeah. Can't remember, was it, oh, it was, uh, the preacher, he had to use it, because it, it was too smart, the alien was, and the preacher... He went in and he had to use himself as bait because every time he tried to leave, the alien was like, nope. And so he had to stay there. And oh. that when an alien went to kill him, that's when they poured all the stuff yeah. on uh, to kill the alien. And also, when, for, for the dragon, as soon as he was coming outside, he, he used, I think if I'm mistaken, he threatened to kill Ripley because she was, he was killing the queen, right? It's before they poured the molten lid on it. That's why the alien, I think, came out. Maybe. I don't remember. Because she was also, I just remember she started, I think, to act a little bit, little bit different. I don't know if she was acting because on purpose. Yeah, she was coughing. She started coughing yeah. at that point. She knew like something was like it was coming to time. <laughs> yeah, and then she, so, yeah, like, and then they we get to the party. Said Dylan sacrifices himself so that they can board the lid on the alien. They drop the lid on the alien, but it comes out. But then then they find out that they have to pour water on the alien so that because it's covered, mm-hmm. it would become solid and dies. 
Ripley. Well, it's uh, it's not just that. It's uh, what it is is it's a chemical reaction. Uh, so it, it, I think it's awesome. The, the armor on that thing, first of all, survived the lead, which was really cool. But it was the extreme heat and then the ice cold, the cold water. It's when it hit that. What it did is it solidified the lead. But that it's what happens when you t- like put a glass bottle in a fire and then you take it out and you put it in water. It will shatter because yeah. it gets overly hot and then it's like the drastic change in temperature. So, yeah, it, when that alien just went poof. Yeah. <laughs> that was a really cool scene, though. I liked that one. So, uh, after that, you know, after the defeated, we see also that the willing, the company, they come and, man, I have a hard time pronouncing names, so I call it the company. I think we also mm-hmm. at the end of the film. They come, I know the film is about an hour and 50, 55 minutes long, but I feel like the story wasn't actually basic and short compared, like, you know, to Aliens 2. Mm-hmm. They went back and make it basic like the first movie because the first movie was a basic, you know, horror film in space. Yeah. Because- uh, I love. I, I, each movie feels like it's its own genre, honestly, because like the first one is just a horror film. Yeah. The second one is an action, and then the third one was like a thriller. I would say like a, a sci-fi thriller. Yeah. With a little bit of action at the yeah. end. Actually. But yeah. yeah. No. So yeah. What do you thought of the POV shot of the alien when he's chasing them? I liked that. The it was the the first person view of it was I like I thought I thought it was a good director directorial choice honestly. Especially for um, a first time director. Mm-hmm. That was his first movie. Because I mean, yeah. Because everybody gave like the movie Doom. They all hated that when they did first person in Doom. But I liked it in Alien 3. It, it was cool because it, it provided a new perspective, which, I mean, it wasn't exactly needed because we didn't need to have the alien's perspective, but I thought it was just really cool looking. Yeah. So but they- yeah, and them sending uh, what's-his-face, uh, Lance. Uh, and yeah. Another android. Fourth thing is actually a human, but if I know it's another android. No, it was really him. Was it, it was really he was really human uh when he got smacked by the guy by 85 um that was all blood that he was the real oh, person right, but they blood. sent him on purpose yeah yes, they sent him on purpose to mess with her to try to convince her so that she had a familiar face and they basically were trying to play like a psychological game with her and she's like no nah, this is not happening <laughs> it's uh, she refuses and then she um she goes on uh, uh, by the first thing she drops herself into the first sacrifice so that she can kill the alien inside of her you mm-hmm. see that the alien bursts up from his chest, but it's already too late. She grabs him to make sure yep. it does not leave, and then she, they burn. After yeah, that, I uh, like that scene, too, when she drops, and she's just like, mm-hmm. basically swan dives backwards off the platform, and then that slow shot, and he's just like yelling, no, because, yeah. Um, sadly enough, though, she left her blood behind, which was oh, like, right, no, no. Sequel. Mm-hmm. <laughs> After that, which is... We'll talk about it another day. So after, yeah. <laughs> so, so the prison, so the the company's crew meant they came in to take the last surviving prisoner. I think that was more mm-hmm. so not mistaken. That's why. Yeah, I, the guy with the who had the limp. He was the crazy one who uh who saw the th- the other guys get killed, and he was like going a little bit crazy because of it. And they all thought that he was the guy who murdered them. He was like, no, he would never lie to me. It was that guy. Yeah. He's the only one who survived. Yeah. Then then you see like the. You see, like the the escape pods. You see, like the the, the Stramos, like audio logs from from the mm-hmm. first movie, like 
Ripley's talk is being played out, and then it ends with like a computer text saying that the prison is shut down. Yeah. And that's actually the film. Mm-hmm. So that was the film because I think I'll let you go. What did you thought of the film? If any final thoughts about it? It was definitely not as good as the other yeah. two at all. Like it's nowhere in near comparison yeah. to the other two. The other two were great, yeah. great movies. This, I look back on it now as a good movie only because of all the ones that came out afterward. <laughs> because one? Alien Resurrection and um, then there was the Alien versus the Predator movies. Yeah. Which, by the way... Fun fact about Alien Resurrection, Scorning Weaver agreed to do that film specifically so they would not make Alien vs. Predator, and they still did it. <laughs> yeah, it was. she literally agreed to do that movie because of that. Um, no, but I, I loved Alien 3. I liked it as a kid, because I remember watching it in high school, and I liked it then. It was just different, because I had no realization of, like, oh, this is not as good as the first two. I just kind of watched it out as its own. That's why, like, I love it. Yeah. I mean, it definitely, definitely needed work. And the amount of, like, studio interact, like, root, oh, the interaction that the studio had was just, yeah. They locked everybody out of the editing room. Like, they wouldn't let anybody in the editing room and while they were doing it. And they just, like, massacred this movie from beginning to end with all the directors, with the different scripts, with the different cinematographer, with the different everybody. I mean, everybody. And I feel bad for the guy who had to write the score for the film because I think he had, like, two weeks to write the score. Yeah, it happens a lot with composer because I think Rogue One had the same thing, I think. I think it was two weeks to score the film. Yeah. That's such an immense amount of pressure on somebody, especially writing music. Oh, my God. Oh, but uh, this film bombed. It did not do well at all. I did do well and I understand why. It bombed in the U.S., but I think it did well internationally. That's how they got the yeah. green light for the sequel. Which is just 90s. Yeah. That's how, you know... Alien was... Resurrection is just the 90s. Yeah, and Joss Whedon. <laughs> Boy, that's the name we <laughs> talk about now. <laughs> because also we talked... Did he do... Did he do Alien Resurrection? He wrote the script. They brought the oh guy... Oh, God, up. that makes so much sense now. <laughs> they got... What was it? Uh... That director of a French artist, direct artist, director to do the film. <laughs> I think he did the movie. Emily. I liked all the characters. All the characters were entertaining in Alien Resurrection, but like, it was just basically in 1999, everything was in green because the Matrix, everybody filmed in green. So it was just very green. And it was, it's just. And I think not he, good. Did, he disowned also the film at Joss Whedon. <laughs> yeah. No, the uh, the director of this of Alien Three definitely disowned this film, a hundred percent. Nobody wants anything to do with it. Everybody hates it. Lance hates it. Uh, who plays Bishop? Yeah. Um, God, everybody does. I mean, that guy I just mentioned, James Cameron hates it. Michael Bean, we talked about it, mm -hmm. and Alan Dean Ross, that's the guy who wrote the novelization of Alien One and Two, and he he hated the film. In fact, they all they told him come write the novelization for this film. He said, I have to change the film, but they told him no, stick to the script. After that. He did not come back to write any Alien film until Alien Covenant. He wrote a novelization for Alien Covenant. Nice. Yeah. They actually had uh, graphic novels based off of, like, it was supposed to take place in between um, the second and the third film, and it was, like, following Bishop and Newton and everybody. 
And then the film came out and they had to fix it. So they changed Newt because they didn't realize Newt was going to be, you know, murdered. Uh, well, murdered, but it killed off uh, off screen. I hate off screen killing off. Uh, I hate it. I hate off screen deaths in between movies. It is the most laziest thing, in my opinion, especially what they did with like Elizabeth Shaw. Sorry, my phone. That's okay. <laughs> it was like Elizabeth Shaw that scared me. Oh, that's okay. <laughs> um, uh, Numi Rapace in like Prometheus and Covenant killing her off screen. Oh. The laziest thing you can do. And when they did it with Michael and the girl plays Newt, like it's just that made me upset. I think watching that it was like that was just lazy. And I was so excited to see where they would go. And it just that was the biggest letdown, I think. I mean, everything else you can attribute to like bad script or like bad acting or whatever. I thought the acting was good. I mean, it's not it wasn't like it was fun, yeah. It wasn't, good. it wasn't like bad. I loved the doctor. He's such a great actor. I love him. Yeah, and I remember him actually from this movie called Last Action Hero with oh, Arnold yes, Schwarzenegger. I remember him from The Golden yep. Child. He was the villain. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, he uh, he had the eye, the the, the like bolt, like he had the glass eye and everything. That was such a good movie. You should add that to your life. I think it's on the list because that film was <laughs> okay, good because nobody knew what what was this movie about. Mm-hmm. It all came out the same time as Jurassic Park, and everybody was seeing Jurassic yeah. Park, and nobody knew anything about this movie, and it was actually really good. Yeah. So for this film, mm. you scored what? Unredeemable, unredeemable. Redeemable because Sigourney was amazing as always, and the director tried his freaking best. Yeah. So I think it's redeemable to a point, but don't ever lump it with the first two. Yeah. It is its own thing. I would like them to basically, I know they can't, but I would love for like the Halloween treatment of where they just ignored all the sequels and started right back up after the, like the second film. I mean, that's that would be Blanca amazing. I wanted to do before these guys told him no. Yeah. It would have been amazing if like even recasting, I would have been fine with recasting having I don't know, just anybody. Who could play Sigourney Weaver? That's a good question, though. He was going to bring her and Michael Bean back. He was going to... Really? Yeah, yeah. There's a constant photo of him, of, of her and of, of Ripley so and Hicks. I don't know about... Uh, what's his name? Uh, Bishop. But I know that Newt was going to be in the film. It's going to be an older woman. Yeah. She's a school teacher now. I think she's like a third yeah. grade teacher. Yeah. No, I think it's redeemable. Yeah. It was... It's good... It's not the greatest, yeah. but it's good. And it's entertaining. And the good acting was great. The alien was cool looking. I like how they had a different species of alien in this one, the digger. Yeah. Um, was it a digger or a runner? I think it was a digger. I don't remember. Because they have subspecies of what they are. Like in the, the, the fourth film, they have the, the swimming ones and everything. Yeah. Because yeah. there's the major drones and then there's like smaller ones and all of that. But I think it's redeemable. I like it. Yeah. But I'm also biased because I really love the Alien series. Yeah. For me, I no, think, not biased. I would say because yeah. I hated the the other the new ones. I mean, this is this is like the Terminator. Like every time you see, a, like you know, for me, like it's the same thing with the Street Fighter. Like I give it the, the Street Fighter demo score. People from asking why, because like you didn't saw the sequel, The Legend of Chan Lee. That's why. <laughs> every time you see a bad sequel comes in, it makes the previous one look better. And, that's the same mm-hmm. thing with this one because you know I've heard mostly stories this is my first time watching it I've heard story people say it's not as good as the first thing it's like yeah I can understand it's not a perfect film I mean 
But especially when you find out that behind the scenes that I like, didn't know what the hell they're doing with the film. But I feel like Fincher for the first time director with all the problem he had, he did at least good luck. Even I think Roger Ebert, he said, this is the most beautiful, you know, bad film I've ever seen. I think in his review he said. He said it gives like two times, it's like at least the film looked beautiful. And apparently even people who worked on the film actually didn't have a problem with Fincher because some of them did come back, worked with him in other projects. And so far, well, if I had to rescore this, it's actually a redeemable score for me. I liked it. It's entertaining. I still own it. Every once in a while, if it's on TV, I'll watch it 100%. percent be like, oh, Alien 3's on. I wonder what's part of this brat. I love, I think the the scenes with the doctor and then the cafeteria are like some of the best. And then the end when they're trying to corral it. It's just, yeah. I love those scenes. I like the way they're shot. And like you said, like it was different seeing the alien in light, like bright colors and like the whiteness and the stark white compared to like how dark everything else was in the first two films. And then it got back to the darkness in like the end of the film but like yeah that stark white was very i don't know it's an interesting choice yeah. i think i like it i don't know for me actually you know i, I like would it. prefer being in the dark because part of in this film partially because you know like i mentioned the special effect didn't look good and of course it's an outdated mm. special effects but that's why because I, that's always why do practical yeah and that's why, you know, in the previous two films, did you use, that's why you didn't hear about special effects. They used, they purposely shoot them on the dark so that in case they have low budget, you could kind of hide, you know, the bad, the mistakes to make it look better. That's yeah. one thing I like about directors who thinks outside of the box. How to shoot yeah. them. That's why, you know, when you see Jaws, you don't see the Sharpie and then so what Spielberg did to make it scary. Yep. The <laughs> less, less is more. Yeah. Showing the alien too much is just, yeah. That's why, like, uh, in Aliens, uh, when they did the whole, like, they're kind of, they're right, they're right on top of us, they're right on top of us, and they're all freaking out, and they all look up, and then they do that little, when they look inside, like, in the the ceiling, like tiles, and they're like, oh my god, they're all right there. That was, I love that. No, um, actually, I had a really cool fact about, um, you know, the crane that she goes over and everything to like drop and jump from. Yes. That was actually made from a deconstructed X-wing. From Star Wars. Oh, right, because uh, they shot it in UK, UK, right? Pinewood Studio. I think so, yeah. yeah because I think the same studio works on Star Wars. Yeah. So there was like a part of like parts from like one of the old X-Wings that they used for this crane, which is like the coolest thing. So like Star Wars is in Aliens. That's canon now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Automatically redeemable. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So what do you think now of the news? Like there, there's going to be an alien TV show on FX that's supposed to be set on Earth and... A new alien movie from the guy who did Don't Breathe and Evil Dead reboot. Um, I'm hopeful. I'm hopeful. I liked the new Evil Dead TV show. Um, I haven't the seen the film. He also did now the girl. The, the film, yeah. Oh. Also, read more. I specific. liked that actually. The girl I mean, in the spider web. Yeah. That it, I know it's not technically part of the series like they they the, the the family or whatever like took like manuscripts and stuff like that and like but it was actually entertaining it wasn't as bad as i thought it would be um I, i'm i'm intrigued i'm i'm hopeful yeah but after i've seen certain choices that they have made with the alien franchise and what they've decided is canon and not canon i'm wary so i'm gonna watch it with a grain of salt and not be get my hopes up too high did you saw the just, tv show fargo and legion uh-uh. It's the same showrunner for the Alien TV show. 
They're actually good shows. I think you might enjoy it. I think both of them is on Hulu, if I'm not mistaken. What is it called again? Fargo. The TV show Fargo and Legion. Legion. Oh, Fargo. Yeah. Legion. That's the X-Men one. That's yes. that's um, Xavier's son. I watched the first season. Phenomenal show. Yeah. I never watched the second season, though. I need to. I just haven't. But I've loved, loved Legion. It was one of the most beautifully shot TV shows. Like, yeah. the art deco and abstract, like, all the... It was gorgeous. It was really gorgeous, and that, that it was really well acted. And I like the guy who uh, who plays him. Yeah. But yeah, that's Charles Xavier's son. Yeah. That I do know. I remember that. Um, but yeah, no, I haven't seen Fargo, the TV show, yet. Okay. I watched the movie, but I'm not really a Coen's brother fan. Sorry. That's I know that's going to make a lot of people mad. Oh. Everybody loves Coen brothers. Especially Joe, because he loves the Coen brothers. <laughs> okay. So I liked Oh Brother, Where Art Thou? Oh, that's that, and the Hudsucker and the Hudsucker proxy. Those two I loved. The rest I'm just like, meh. I actually everybody like loves the, the Big Lebowski. I'm like, meh. I liked the True Grit remake. If you've seen it, yeah, True Grit was really good. I I like I liked that one. They changed a little bit from the original, but I I, it was still really good. It better than the original. Well, it's happier. Oh. Because Matt Damon's character died in the, in the original. And so he lived in this one, but yeah. <sighs> so any last thoughts about Alien 3? Well, that's it, um, because I'm pretty curious to see what you're going to do, because I'm actually worried about the movie, because the director, Freddie Alper, is like, he also wrote and produced the, the Netflix Texas Chainsaw Massacre, and people hated that film. I don't know if you yeah. saw it. And he has also, no, I heard about it. And one of my biggest criticism about him, like a lot of people say that he makes the characters unlike so that when the... But when they get killed, you cheer for them. Like I feel like this one, he might do something similar with this new alien. Like he might make the characters unlike us that you can cheer for the aliens when he killed them. Yeah, I don't like that. I don't like shows where the characters are so unlikable. Where I feel like I, because I like watching shows where I can connect to at least one of them mm. or have some redeeming qualities in them. Like uh, perfect example, Seinfeld and Always Sunny in Philadelphia. Like mm. uh, Always Sunny is funny. It is. I think it's funny. I just can only watch like one or two episodes in a sitting because there's such terrible people that I'm watching this. And I, I know that's the point, but I'm watching it. I'm just like, I, I can't. This is making me feel horrible inside. And especially Seinfeld. Seinfeld was the same way for me. of just yeah. like, this is not funny to me. They're terrible people. Like, oh my God. And this is why I always will argue that Parks and Rec is a better show than The Office because all the characters grow as people and get better and in the office, a lot of the characters stay stagnant, like Stanley and Phyllis, who are horrible people. They're funny, but horrible people. Yeah. At least you know we all agree that we, we love them when the DVD corn logo hits the corner. That's a great episode. <laughs> Even the simplest thing will make people happy. Mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Uh. Well, we we kind of wish to hope to see what the future because now we know Predators is having now looks like it might be a good film with Prey. Of course, our hand itself was going to end up being looking good. Yeah. You saw the trailer. I liked Predator. No. Prey. I liked Predator. The new one, Prey. Prey. Yes, the for the new Predator prequel. No, I haven't watched it. You did? Go watch Mm -mm. it. (laughs) Okay, I will. I liked Predator with Adrian Brody, and I hate I hated the Predator. Yeah. Predators was really good. 
because he wanted to keep it the same feel as the first movie, which he did. It was really good. Yeah. And then the new one, The Predator, was just horribly bad. Horribly bad. I mean, it was campy and... It, no. It's bad. Yeah. All right. Uh, I think this is it now for today's episode. Uh, thanks, Betha, for joining me. Uh, now. Where yeah. can people find you? Uh, they can find me at Lady Macbeth on uh, Twitch. Literally twitch.tv slash uh, Lady Macbeth and that's M-A-C-B-E-H-T-H okay. spelled funny that's uh-huh. how it's spelled yeah and you can find me now at Twitter at Yasma 300 for some reason Twitter decided to, to suspend my old account and you can find Yas 300 Pro on my my Twitter and Instagram to see like updates on the podcast and Mr. Yasma 300 production on YouTube to see like all the episode video and Make sure you find, like, you know, on the podcast services like Apple and Spotify. Just type Redemption of the Rotten to find this podcast. And also, don't forget to like, subscribe, and uh, what else? Oh, yes, I'll rate and leave a comment and spread the word also. Share this podcast so we can increase this viewers also. And before I leave, uh, some house, housekeeping. Uh, help me reach my channel, reach 1 million subscribers, and I'm going to make Joe and Andy and maybe another person watch and suffer watching the Turkish animated film, The Adventures of Achela. So... Thanks guys for watching and I hope I see you guys on the next episode. Bye.